Hey guys, what's up? So I'm going to do a little Q&A with you guys. If you guys have questions, just ask and I will try to answer to my best ability. Now, it does not mean I'm going to know every freaking thing that you guys ask of me, but I'm going to try to definitely answer as much as I can. And I'm sorry if I don't get any answers right. So if you guys have questions, let me know. If you guys just want to chill, thank you for all the four viewers that are in here. What is up, you guys? Hello, Midwest Wheelchair Warrior. How you doing? I'm doing good. So if you guys just want to Q&A with me, that's kind of basically what we're doing really right now is just Q&A with me. Um, if you guys have something that you guys want me to answer or if you guys have had questions. Have I ever had kidney stones? No, but I have had family members that have had kidney stones and they have heard hurt like a mother trucker. I don't ever want kidney stone. I don't think I ever want to get a kidney stone. Damn, can you imagine having a freaking kidney stone? That would just suck. I'm sorry you're stressed and depressed. But, yes. Good question, Stuart, a little, by the way. On that uh, kidney stone question, by the way. That was pretty damn good. Never been asked that one before. I never have. That's the first time for that one coming up. No, they're not. And if you've had them, then I'm sure you know they suck. They're terrible. How many of you had, Stuart? I mean, how many times have you had them? Ever had gator lip? Oh, from dipping? Yes, I have. Oh, you've had six kidney? Woo, bro. Did they have to take the stones out or were you able to pass them? Sometimes people would have to literally freaking have the stones taken out because they couldn't pass them. But to answer your question, Stuart Little, have I had gator lip? Yes. From dipping? Because of dipping? Yes. I've had it. It's a common thing. It's not fun. Because the first time it sucks, it feels a little weird, it's uh, different, but after a while, if you're doing everything correctly and not trying to push it or make it worse, you'll be okay. Stuart Little's getting a lot of good questions in, a lot that I have not been asked lately, or I've never been asked. Thank you, Stuart Little, for actually asking a very good question, because some of these, like I said, I've never touched up on them. Yeah, Midwest, I know my some of my family members that I have, some were able to pass, and some of the other ones that they had, they had to blast it, and it sucked. So it's not fun. It's just not something I really would hope or pray that anybody has to go through. Kidney stones are, man, I don't even know how to describe the pain. I've heard the pain is severe. It's unbearable. You'd rather wish you were knocked out unconscious than coherent at that moment. That's how bad I've heard the pain of having a kidney stone. Uh, how many states have I been? I've been in different states visiting Tennessee. I originally lived in and Hawaii. I went there to visit uh, some of the other states I went to visit. I uh, just went there to visit, not really stay. Stuart Little asks, Romeo, did you know Redneck TV went to Florida to Mud Jug? I did not know that. That's going to be very interesting. That would be cool, actually, him being able to make his own Mud Jugs. What's up, Sienna? How you doing? So if you guys want to come up, there's the link. I pinned it. If you guys want to come up, ask me questions, uh, go ahead. If you guys don't want to come up and ask questions, that's fine, too. You guys can 
definitely ask away in the chat. I will try to answer some of your questions. So tonight, I'm just going to do Q&A with Romeo so you guys can get to know me a little bit or some questions that you guys have probably wanting to ask me, you guys can now ask me, and I'll try to answer you. Whether maybe not too private, but I don't want to dig too personal into my personal life, but I'll, I'll let you know if, like, hey, I'm not going to answer that. I'll just say I really am not feeling comfortable with that. And we have Kentucky Dipman. What's up, Kentucky? Never much. I had the kidney stone earlier, as I was saying, attack. Oh, you did? Yeah, how did you get your first mud jug? My first mud jug was the orange one. If you all remember, not when I first started, but kind of probably my 10th or 20th video, or somewhere around in there, I got the orange mud jug. I bought it off of Amazon because I knew I wanted a mud jug, and I wanted to see what the hoobla was about. With all of the mud jug, everybody's been telling me in the dip community, Romeo, buy mud jug, buy mud jug. And okay, you know what? I'm going to try it. I want to see what all the hoobla is about, about it are. And I realized, you know, it actually really is good. You probably know how I got mine when it's roading and exploding. Midwest asks, besides login, what other careers have you had in the past? I was doing chef. I wanted to be a chef and cook food. And what do I want to at least try out in the future? Well, I definitely want to try logging. Probably blogging would be my biggest career I'd really want to do. You need to come back to Kentucky and Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Logging industries are pretty heavy up there. Well, we're doing okay here with logging, but it's kind of slow. Like if you're, for instance, a normal logger working in the logging industry, it's pretty slow. But for my what I do as an arborist, it, it can be up and down depending on really what the seasons are going for i kind of figured that my own self you got that roadie no it's yeah is it a roadie yeah it's a roadie isn't it mm-hmm. yeah the uh are you thinking what i'm thinking hold on do you feel the california earthquake today no i did not feel it it, it, it i've heard about it i didn't feel it really i was on the bus today scott so i didn't really feel it How, what was the was it like a four or five, a three? What was it? What was the number on that one? Because that must have, if I would have felt it. Hmm, interesting. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, Kentucky, go ahead. Oh, that brings up another point. They said we're probably about to get involved in on this war coming up. I heard about it. I, I, I What's your thoughts you know, on Mississippi running dry now? Well, that's a good question. What are my thoughts on it? It's really sad. And it's something that just really, you look at it, it it's kind of weird. Three or five centered around. Oh, geez. I'm just thinking maybe end of times, getting close. That's Scott says it was a three or five. Oh, that's no good, man. That's no bueno. Earlier today, Biden warns Russia not to use tactical nuclear weapons. Yeah, I I kind of heard a little bit about that, Scott. And to be honest, here's what I really think of Biden. That's probably what they think about Biden, too, and everybody else. What What is Biden going to do? What do I think about this whole Russia thing, possibly going to war, and Biden talk about it? I honestly, one, first of all, think that Biden just really needs to shut up. Because Biden doesn't know what he's saying. 
majority of the time, Biden, when he says something, it really doesn't make sense. For instance, Biden has been known to handshake invisible people, people that aren't really there. So if Biden's trying to make these little gestures of saying, now, now, Russia, if you decide to be play dirty, we can do it, too. I don't think really Biden's going to do anything. Biden could tell Russia all he wants, what what Russia really should do and abide by the rules. But do you honestly think Russia's going to do it? No. Do I mm-hmm. think Putin's going to do it? No. Do I think Biden's going to appeed or stand with his word on when or if Biden gets word or wind that somebody's pulling nuclear randomly out and playing with them? No, because we know what Biden's going to be doing. He's sucking up to Russia. He's been sucking up to Russia ever since day one of the Russian problems that we've been having with Russia and the nuclear situation. Russia ain't going to play nice and listen to anybody. I I know that because we know how Putin is. Putin is a dictator. He don't listen to nobody. He don't follow rules. He plays Biden the same way. Biden plays and abides by his own rules. Putin really does the same thing. Midwest just asked the question, hypothetically, Romeo, if you were ever president of the United States, what would you do? How do we reduce all the costs? What I would do for Medicare, um, I would try to help people that were less fortunate. I wouldn't do free Medicare because free Medicare does come out of people's pockets. So people that I hear every liberal Democrat saying, well, we should get free health care. Okay, if we should get free health care, then who's going to pay for it? Us or the government? And how are we going to be able to pay for it? Because we're already in, what, $1.4 trillion debts or more, so we can't pay for free health care. I would try to reduce it by at least making it cheaper so that somebody at least could get it. But honestly, I wouldn't go free health care. I would just make it where it's easier to get to. Scott said, did you hear because the war and the bad U.S. economics we have less than 30 days? Oh, geez. I don't doubt that, Scott. I don't doubt that we have that, Rob. I am thinking, whoa. I'm thinking that with the diesel fuel that we have left, we're going to, we're not even going to make it 30 days. That 30 days isn't even going to be, that's just a hypothetical number. It's going to be less than that. We know that. Because people like truck drivers, they're going to go through fuel and diesel like that. We're going to have less than that. So we we already know that. Right now, supposedly we have 30 days, but that's just the number. I think it's going to be less than that, honestly. How much is diesel where you're at right now? Oh, it can vary. I really haven't looked at diesel. It's only six dollars a gallon. I'm sure it's pretty expensive here. I mean... It's bad. And Biden is happening to more reserves, Scott says. Oh, I don't doubt it, Scott. I don't doubt Biden's doing it. He He's going to. Why don't he open up the drill lease? Mm-mm. Why? Who's going to pay for the funding for it? Well, reopen the ones that was already in production before he closed them down. At least the ones that wouldn't have to be built new, the ones that are already there. It was built under Maybe. Trump. Maybe. 
Uh, oh, it's 525229 in Seattle, yeah. That's cheaper than here. Uh, hold on. Brian asked me something. Romeo, Biden is signing a law that will freeze on people buying gun and ammo. How do you feel about it? Uh, unconstitutional. And I doubt that Biden will be able to get away with it at all. Because majority of gun owners, whether they're in the city or in the backwoods, gun owners that abide by the Second Amendment and follow the Second Amendment and that are Second Amendment, what do you call it, Second Amendment owners, they aren't going to abide by it. But I don't feel like, I feel like if Biden tries to do it, he's going to make a complete mockery out of himself. Uh, A crisis of natural gas for like, I guess, is going to be up. So she raised the rent in the house of properties and she owns rent. Also stated, AG alleged chief say Fauci Zuckerberg colluded to kill COVID. Labs leak theory discussed Fox News. Ooh, um, no, I don't. Midwest, yeah, Fauci can say whatever he wants about COVID. Number one, because we know Fauci flip flopped every single turn. Every time Fauci had a chance, he could flip flop. He would he would go from one side to the other, one side to the other, and he would keep doing it until he finally stuck with mask mandates and trying to mandate the shots so Fauci as we know he could say whatever he wants he's just talking out of his it's not really gonna make a big difference for me because Fauci honestly we know he's a a rhino he's not a person to be trusted he's a liar he's been caught multiple times on alleged allegations of COVID situations and talk of COVID so we know he's a rhino. I wouldn't even trust Fauci, nor would I trust Zuckerberg or Zucchiniberg or whatever his name is, Zucchini Man. I would never trust him. Fauci and Zuckerberg are the least people I trust because they, they're just all talk and they're about the money. They're not about the people. They're, they're just big talk. And it's sad. It's pathetic as it is. It's really pathetic. I wish we could trust Fauci. I really think that if Fauci would have thought about this a little bit more, considering the fact that the situation at that time was pretty crucial for people, both two U.S. attorney generals are alleging that Fauci and Mark Zuckerberg were together on preventing the discussion of COVID as a lab leak on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Why not? If, if that is plausible of them possibly doing that, and if that is something that supposedly they have been doing or have done, then, yeah, I don't doubt it at all. I don't doubt that they're trying to silence it. They're they're trying to do whatever they can to silence the truth. They don't want the truth being out there because they are afraid that they're possibly going to be looked at as somebody who might have leaked the uh, COVID situation. Go ahead, Kentucky. You know what, what I believe? I believe, we got, I believe Biden is the worst president ever in United States history. I don't believe that. I know that. I know that for 100% fact. Uh, I was just trying to watch worst. what I said on the show. He is the I worst president. I, I understand and I thank you for it, Kentucky. I do appreciate it, bro. I really do. But no, let's be honest here. He is the worst president. He's he's not a walking, talking encyclopedia. He's just a walking, talking 
Oopsies. How are you doing, Midwest? What's up? What's going on? What oh. would you like to ask? Oh, I don't know. I just, you know, it's been one of them days where um, I'm fed up with our economy. I, what advice would you give our lovely, glorious president to start reducing some of these costs that we've, that he's just seems to keep increasing and increasing increasing because it's it's hurting us i got a suggestion he could do go ahead but he probably wouldn't do that either legalize at least for medical in all 50 states marijuana she's already decriminalized in some states drugs yeah but i mean legalize in all 50 well if he legalizes weed then we're gonna go back down again to how is that weed has to be taxed so in some certain way or form weed has to be legalized but anyway what was your question again midwest what advice if any would you give the biden administration or any presidential administration for that matter to lower costs instead of keep raising and raising and raising how do we get ourselves out of this hole that we're in Two words, President Trump. Okay. And invest more in America. Jobs. We we need Trump. Honestly, if I could suggest anything to Biden, my suggestion for him, please get the heck out of the office and let Trump do the job because he ain't going to do it. There's no way, shape, or form or anything that I could say or try to say to plead with him or bargain with the man on doing it. He wouldn't listen, and he won't listen. There's no, sorry to say, reasoning with somebody that is unreasonable. You can't. You can't just reason. It's like you trying to argue with a, a freaking brick wall. Do you think that you yelling, cursing, and screaming, and punching the brick wall is going to do any good? No. no. Would it make you feel better? Sure. Maybe. Yeah, at least it'll get your anger out. But besides the point, I think Biden, being Biden, not listening, and also calling Kamala Harris allegedly president and zoning out when talking to reporters about what his wife thought about the world events. You got somebody like that running president? No. I don't think that is somebody that is at all going to reason with anybody. He's not going to listen. We we need Trump. He ain't going to reason with anybody. If he if he don't even know he's the president and thought the vice president was the president, he ain't gonna reason with nobody. Exactly. Biden won't. Uh, no. Bri- Brian asks, how does everyone feel about all the car companies that are making all electric cars? I think it's a waste of time. Exactly, I do too. I think yep. it is a waste of time, but more than anything, it's a waste of resources. We mm-hmm. could be. We could be putting in our resources to low housing costs, to low health care benefits. We could be doing all of this instead of worrying about the Dane economical alleged global warming that allegedly is the biggest worry on Biden's list right now. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it ain't real or it is real, but here's one thing that is very real. The electric grid right two things some, how, some, how are we going to support that many cars on the electric grid 
plus there's way less lithium than there is oil or any of that. Well, gas right now is being pretty as low, not the price, but with the amount of low oil we have and the problem that we're facing with gas prices, it's going to get bad if we don't fix it. In all seriousness, what would I say? Try to do better than what you're doing already. Calling him a talking mannequin dummy. That's what Biden is. He's a talking mannequin dummy. I think that what he should do is look at what he's doing right now to our economy. Look at what our economy right now is going through. We are going through such a bad time that our gases suck for pricing. We're tapped only for 30 days, which is going to be less than 30 days for diesel. We've got Russia already threatening nuclear. we got other countries trying to want to start war or other countries saying that they're ready for it. We basically right now are screwed economically and realistically we are screwed. There is no way around that wording. We are screwed. We got enough all and I'm not making this up because I knew the guy that drilled for all and this was a few years back but it ain't been enough years back that it would make any difference. Him and his wife said we could quit drilling for all right then and there on that day and we'd have enough all glasses for over a hundred years even if the population did keep on increasing just within the reserves but still tapping into that means that we would have to have money to support that we would have to have money that would come in to be able to fund not just fund it but be able to pay for the workers we would have to be able to afford all this so economically right now oil should be the least uh so, honestly, going back Midwest, sadly, the only thing I can say is Trump. We need Trump. We need Trump back. Okay. I, Biden I, isn't going to do anything. I, I agree with that. But that brings second, kind of a second half to the question. Where would he even start when it comes to try and figure out how to lower the cost of everything so people can survive? Because the way it sits right now, there's a lot of people that, yeah, there's a lot of people that live comfortably and can afford anything and everything they want. There's a lot of people that are struggling, and I don't even know where to even think of where to tell somebody to start when it comes to lowering costs. That is a very good question, Midwest. And to answer that question, the next question I would ask you is... How would we not, where should we not start? Because we would have to start somewhere. We would have to start in one particular spot. And there's a lot of spots that we do need to start. And a lot of the spots that we need to start working on are important to us. Like Mm -hmm. economically surviving, worrying about the nuclear, worrying about gas prices, worrying about are we going to be able to get the food for our family anytime soon or are we going to be stuck without it for a while or what we got to do right so i think how trump probably should start is trying to get our economy back by lowering gas prices worrying about our not just economically our families that have been out of jobs for a while due to biden's shenanigans 
but being able to find a spot to put them back in. Where do we, you know, where are they going to fit in? How are we going to be able to bring their jobs back like oil miners or oil companies, miners? Just being able to have something like that can help our economy. But for housing, that's going to be 100% different because that's a whole new ball game. But getting into that subject here soon, we got to also acknowledge that not only do we have a problem with homelessness, but how are we going to be able to afford homes for the people already here? Yeah. But Biden could send could mandate a slight decrease in gasoline prices, sending new diplomats to talk with Russia and Ukraine and urge drug companies to take less profit of COVID vaccine and treatment. But that would probably hurt the drug companies. That would definitely hurt a lot of the COVID companies. Honestly, I think what they need to do is we need to figure out how we are able to fix our income for people that are in homes already, but are possibly being threatened to be kicked out, we got to find a way to keep them in there and be able to keep other people like homeless people that want housing or people that do want housing to be able to afford it. And that would come down to tax, like how much, because right now housing is pretty astronomical, I think, in, in my area, my neck of the woods. It's not cheap. So they would have to find a way to cut down. They would have to find a way to budget the money, whether it means the government might have to take less money. It would hurt them potential profit. But in the same way, right now, I don't think we need to really worry about COVID funding. We need to start worrying about how can we fund and help people's housing by being able to take some of that money that we have and be able to help with that as well as help with the homeless problems as well as the drug problems. How are we going to deal with that? It, it all comes down to how are we going to be able to budget? How What do we have to cut? Because right now we are probably already in $1.4 trillion debt. So being that we are in already probably $1.4 trillion debt, if we go any deeper, we're digging into pockets at that point. So we got to find a way possibly to cut back on something. And whatever it is, we got to do it. And quick. Yeah. That's my opinion. But negotiating with the NFL to contribute some of their player and gate profits to provide the government with money to fund these programs. I don't think NFL would do that because I'd be allegedly too extremist right-leaning I'd be too far right, extreme far right for them that they'd probably call me out for. They would think, oh, Oh, did y'all hear about Kenny West? Hear about who? Kenny West. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Adidas ain't going to be sponsoring him anymore. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. I mean, honestly, Kanye has been, in my opinion, crazier than crazy way before he ever got to this point. He's already I I don't know what to think on Kanye anymore. Kanye's out there for me. He's way out there for me. I, I don't know how to even go. But yeah, it, it's better off now that we put a president in office that knows how to budget. 
that knows how to fund things that need to be funded and things that don't need to be funded and has a general idea of this is what needs to be done and should be done and being able to get it done right away. And that actually cares about the United States instead of finding it. Yeah. It, it, it's sad because a lot of Republicans that try to say the same thing, oh, well, we want to help. We want to do this and this. I don't see where, for instance, today or tonight, there was a debate on Fetterman versus Dr. Oz. So Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania is running as Republican. Fetterman was the guy, if y'all don't know who he is, he's the guy that had a stroke and has trouble now speaking. He was able to speak somewhat well, I guess, today, coherently, but it's going to be a big problem. Um, It's, in my opinion, neither of them are qualified. Neither Dr. Oz nor Fetterman are are acquired to ever be governor or any politician related. Dr. Oz is what we call a TV surgeon or a TV doctor, in my own opinion. And Fetterman is an extreme leftist nut job who had a stroke and can't speak well and is trying to now be a politician. That's not a good idea. That's like having two Joe Bidens run in different different areas. It's sad. Uh, Scott says, Adidas terminated Yee's partnership gap removal Yeezy items over rappers and Semitic remarks. Uh, yeah. Like I said, Scott, Kanye can get very far put out there, man. Now, if I had to choose between Dr. Oz or Fetterman, I would say Mickey Mouse. Straight up. I'd say Darcy Compton. I wouldn't even... Dr. Oz, number one, he's not even a politician. He doesn't know politics, but we could say the same thing about Trump in a way. Yeah, Trump's a business, but, but he's a businessman. Doctor Oz is a TV doctor. You all can say, "Well, Romeo, he's certified in it," and I could say, "Okay, do we want to take orders from a TV doctor?" That's like Doctor Phil trying to run. Good God, if <laughs> Fetterman. Dr. Phil or Dr. Oz, neither. None of those three ever would be in my voting category. Because one, Fetterman's an extremist. Two, Dr. Phil, he's a, again, he's a TV doctor. He's a bully TV doctor. And Dr. Oz is a, in my opinion, one of those people that is, does he know business, I think, in my opinion, well enough to be certified as a politician. And second of all, if you want to really think about this, would Dr. Oz really qualify? Yes, he is a Republican or he's running as a Republican. But do you really think that he's going to have Republican views? Probably not. Look at at the records he has shown throughout the years. Who has he voted for? His vote record will tell you who he's really been voting for. Okay, fine. Somebody can change. They Anybody can change in their mind. But let's be honest here. Dr. Oz trying to be a politician. That's like him trying to say he can predict the weather before it ever happens over anybody else that is taking classes or is a meteorologist. It 
it's not even fathomable. It's not even factual. You can't even do that. That's not true. And I'm I'm just having to straight up say, I, I Dr. Oz has no experience. Fetterman, okay, he he was in office, he's done it before, but again, this guy is freaking delusional. He's had a lot of his thoughts to be so extreme that it goes far left than it does anything else. And if anything else, do you think that an extreme far left ideology or idea is a good idea to have, in, especially in today's politicians' society? Look at what we're dealing with. We're dealing with freaking wokeness today. How do you deal with wokeness? Do you combat it with more wokeness or do you combat it with anti-wokeness? Well, you got to combat it with anti-wokeness. His ideology is so woke that a lot of the Democrats, I'm sure, are looking at him probably laughing at him. Not just because the poor man had a stroke and now is trying to come back from the stroke and say, hey, I can do this. But because his ideas are irrational and just not even up there. They're not even up to par in today's idol. I think a lot of voters today have had enough with the wokeness. They've had enough with being virtuous. They've had enough of being looked at as stupid or ignorant or don't know what the heck they're talking about. or They shouldn't be able to think for themselves. People are getting very freaking tired of it. And Fetterman's idea is let us think for you, not you think for yourself that's my thought on politics but anyway what else do you guys got for questions i'm kind of not trying to do politics tonight but that's okay i I don't mind i'll tell you everything has got and this ain't just politics this is everything in general everything has become political correct pc woken feminine everything has oh yeah if 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 you don't bow to the left's ideology and you don't bow to what the left think, then you're a bad person. That's how the left really view you as, or anybody. But remember, Kentucky, you can't talk about it because you're a white, straight male with white privilege, with white, toxic masculine masculinity privilege. So you can't talk about it, neither can I. That's what the left would start thinking. That's how the left think. We, you, and I can't talk about it because we're masculinity men. But hold on, here's, here's what the kicker: if we are, as men, have toxic masculinity, white privilege, then what does that make the left have for what they're doing? It almost sounds sure. pretty hypocritical. Pretty hypocritical, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. See, here's what I would tell them: that somebody like that told me. I had white privilege. I'd be like, yeah, I've got epilepsy, maybe on the autism scale and all that. And you're telling me I've got white privilege? Well, in their definition of white privilege, I don't know why I'm going through this with you guys tonight, but I wanted to stay away from politics tonight. But, oh, well, we're at it. Sorry. The definition (laughs) of white privilege is because of your race, because you being a white male. Supposedly, as a white male, you don't have to fear the cops going after you. That's Bullshit. what. The, oh, sorry about clicking on your show. Please 
Watch your language, Kentucky. I love you, bro. I know. You didn't hear about that boy somewhere that had that the cop had him give him ketamine, and he had problems. That's why. That's that's why I said I'm sorry, but it accidentally slipped. That that's what the left say, and we know it's not true. We know we don't have privilege. So, with with that being said, you you kind of see what the left is doing. They're basically eating themselves alive. They're just really making themselves screwed for the midterms this year. They're already and Biden has already kind of made a remark saying that he wants to run again for president. Do you think that there's a chance that Biden might get elected? Well, maybe, but doubtful. In my opinion, very, very slim because look at what what what's going on today the wokeness he hasn't done anything for russia he hasn't stopped russia he hasn't stopped any of this wokeness he hasn't stopped antifa or the extreme leftists from not doing what they're not supposed supposed to be doing biden hasn't done any of that biden's allowed it in my opinion mm-hmm. but anyway go ahead if you guys have a question go ahead historical scholars and political scholars have often wondered if one of the things that led to the collapse of Rome was also political correctness. Probably. It has to be. Political correctness, here's the thing. When somebody says we should be politically correct, I I give them the most unorthodox, uncandid, truth-dropping fact that I could ever think of. No, what we need is political uncorrectness. We don't need to be correct. We just need to look at what, what what's going on. If this wokeness and socialism stuff that's going on now is not working, then we need to take that socialism away and put something in place of it that actually works. Do you think that we really need to worry about pronouns and worry about all this other wokeness that's going on well we should worry about what teachers are teaching our kids in school yes the wokeness stuff that's in school i'm not going to say any more other than teaching wokeness in classes that shouldn't be taught that's political correctness we don't need that we need to get rid of it we need to disband that ideology all together and take that ideology, throw it out and put something in there by saying fact over feelings. Facts do not care about your feelings. Your feelings is illegitimate at that point. It's what's factually a hundred percent articulate proof that is truth. Wokeness is killing America. Liberalism and socialism will never work. There has never been a state or country, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I know you cannot correct me. None of you probably can correct me on this because socialism has never worked in any country. Nope. And they said the Chinese economy is about to fall. Look at look at Korea, North Korea, South Korea, Kim Jong-un country. Do you know that there's a rule that you cannot speak against the government there? You can't talk against Kim Jong-un. You cannot say anything 
at all. You can't even have your own, you can have your own political ideology, but you can't, you're not allowed to speak of it, even on the internet. Otherwise, it will get you possibly arrested or worse, allegedly, is what I've heard. But they have statues saying that you have to bow to Kim Jong-un. You have to give respect. That right there, let, let's go into a whole new subject and say, so you're making a statue of a person that you look at as a god who is not about his people. And number one, that is wrong to make a statue. Other, uh, It's utterly disrespectful to God himself. It's against God himself to make a idol of anyone else. And to have these rules that none person shall ever speak against their government in that country. Can you imagine not being able to say you're disappointed in how you feel about how the government you yeah you can't even joke about his haircut you can't even speak anything that's political correctness that's socialism to an extreme that's extreme socialism ideology any country you can't say anything about his kids so he does have kids this is where i'm going with this you want to say socialism is great then I welcome you to go to Korea. Go to Korea for a while and tell me how you like it. And when you slip up and accidentally say, because here in America, you're so used to being able to say whatever you say when you slip up and you try to say something about Kim Jong-un's haircut looking like a pill bottle, you're going to go to jail. See how you like that. That is going to suck for you. That's socialism. and. You can only have, there's a whole crud ton of rules that they go by. I I don't know all of them, but there's a lot of rules that they have to abide by. That's socialism. That is not a country that would even survive. Well, that country, you know how that country is surviving? By other countries, by other countries helping it, other countries feeding into their ideology by bowing down to their hypocrisy to their extreme communist beliefs by not questioning it because they know that if they question it, then they could potentially start a war with that country and they don't want to. So in the event of trying not to start a war, they don't say anything about it. They just know that it's wrong or they may agree with it. You, you know, these things are out there. And this is how it works. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Kim Jong-un became North Korea's supreme leader on the 29th of December of 2011. He married whatever her name is, either 2009 or 2010. He had a daughter, Kim June A.E. in 2012. Well, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Kim Jong-un has a daughter. And, yeah, you just can't talk about the family. I was just wondering if he had any kids. He did. That way, yes. when he died, somebody was going to precede him or not. I think his sister would take over until the kid's old enough, or if the kid decides to, which I think it would go down to his sister, then the kid maybe. I don't know how that works. Honestly, I really don't. But anyway, let's get off politics because I'm not going to be on here much longer because I don't want to go over my time. 
But uh, according to the Wall Street Journal last year, Kim Jong-un criticized youth for not being North Korean enough and warns people to reject foreign cultures, including K-pop and overzealous hugs. Jeez. Criminately. Well, goodness. It's just terrible. Anyway, off politics, what were you going to ask me, um, Midwest? Okay. Two-part question. And as a southern man, I think you'll appreciate this topic. Two-part food question. Because <laughs> I know you like your food. If, hey. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying. I'm, anyway. Sure. Sure. First First part of the question. If for 24 hours you had you could only eat one let's call it genre of food like Chinese, Mexican, you name it, you get my point. What would it be? And the second part of the question is out of anything and everything you've ever eaten in your whole entire life, if you had to name one thing that is your absolute all-time number one favorite food on the planet, what is it? I'd probably go burgers for 24 hours because I probably could do burgers. Definitely. Burger and a, and a nice bottle of Jack Daniels. Okay. Uh, my favorite food, boy, that's a toughie. Um. I'm really partial to the Southern comfort food of biscuits and gravy. It's just been a real food staple in my life that I've been around my whole entire life. I haven't had grits very much. I haven't had of the other sorts. I've had gumbo. I've had crawfish. I've I've had seafood platters, like just an assortment of different seafood stuff in front of me. Mm-hmm. But I I really would have to go biscuits and gravy for me because no matter how you would feel, biscuits and gravy just always tend to be that food that warms your heart. It, it comforts you. It makes you feel like it's homey kind of-ish, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, in a way. Is there... Is there food, a type of food, like say from another country, that you would ever like to try? You haven't before, like French, German, Italian. Well, everybody's probably everybody. Italian's pretty popular if you go to Olive Garden, but yeah. I don't know. Some people would probably not even call that real Italian food. I I don't want to insult the Italians nor Olive Garden, so I I kind of will be in impartial on that one and say I think that is pretty good Italian food. Is there another country food that you would ever like to try? I really would have to think about that one. Um, <laughs> I, I watch a lot of German. <laughs> I'd like to try German food. German food's pretty much not really complex. It's bratwurst is one of the biggest ones there. Mm-hmm. Bratwurst, strudel, their beer. They're very big on beer. Oh, yes. If you ever go to the Oktoberfest, you'll know that. Um, uh, but for other food, I really am trying to think. I've had different foods in my life. I've had a lot. And I'm trying to... Man, Midwest, you got me on that one. <laughs> um, Wow. Maybe if I really would be more not finicky with it, maybe sushi. 
like tuna sushi, maybe, but um I wanna try Korean food. I've seen a lot of Korean I, food videos. I, I would like to try Korean, but they have some hot food. Like their food's yeah. hot and spicy. Exactly. They love their spicy. They do. They're they're really big on that. That's like the it people from India. They're big on curry and Yeah. Which is another very spicy kind of food. Well, I mean, depending on how much it spice they add. Yeah. It's been known to have spice kick to it. Mm -hmm. Um I've I would have to really think about that one, honestly. That one kind of <laughs> that kind of just hurts my head right now trying to think of that one. I'm sorry. There's so, there's so many I would love to try. I anything that is not bug related, I'd probably would try it. Mm -hmm. Or frog well, maybe frog legs, but yeah, just nothing bug related I probably would be fine with. Yeah. I agree. As long as it's not too spicy for me. Uh, any other so questions before we? I think I might have tried it once. I think I might have tried it once, but I I was a kid. I think when I did, I didn't remember it very well. Uh, never tried mm -hmm. frog. Never tried alligator or snake either. I've anyway, had but I, my favorite food is fried deer. I could eat sausage and biscuits for twenty four hours straight. Yep, I think so too. Uh, do you guys have any other? Do the chat and then. Anybody else got any questions? I know the panel. I know panel. I know you guys probably got a couple too. We kind of did go over a little bit of politics. I kind of want to try to stay away from politics because it's going to hurt my head. Just with everything right now going on, I yeah. feel like I don't want to engage in it really, unless I really honestly have to. Don't blame you. Curry goes right through you. Yeah, it's curry in a hurry. <laughs> hey, that rhymes. And you'll be in a hurry to go to the bathroom. After you have that curry, you'll be like, nope, look out. You'll be pushing everybody out of the way. Move out of my way. Or you'll be probably end up on the side of the road in the bush, potting, squatting, trying to get that curry out. Oh, I just want that extra curry. We have a, a new place here in town that does, they do Mexican food, but they also do Puerto Rican food and Ethiopian food. Ethiopian food. I love in Jutter. Never tried it. In okay. Jutter. Do you, when you go next time you can, ask, go there and ask if they have in Jutter. Okay. And ask if they have what or foot foot or something like that. Okay. They're going to probably know what it is. Mm -hmm. I've had in Jutter, I've had Ethiopian food. It's very good. It can be very spicy. Mm -hmm. uh, their dishes can mainly consists of meats or vegetarian if all deciding really different on what you are after or what they're able to serve mm -hmm. or what they do serve now injera is a it looks like a big old fat tortilla now injera can come with uh i'm trying to remember the name um not curry uh i'm trying to remember the name and I forget it. Anyway, it is a uh, like a tortilla, basically, kind of a bread with iron. On. Tough. That was it. Tough. Or teff. Excuse me. Teff. If it's made with teff, it's going to have iron in it. And it's going to be kind of the brown 
looking bread, like the chocolate looking bread. I look mm. like chocolate. Teff is pretty good for you as long as you don't eat a whole bunch of it in one consistency. But the bread, the injera bread that they give you, you should be fine with it. Now, if you've never had teff before or injera before, and if that injera has that bread that is made of teff or with that has iron in it, and this is iron that you're allowed to have, that your body should have. Mm. And if your body can handle it, once you eat it, you're going to feel tired. You're going to feel full because it's the way that injera is, the way that they Ethiopians make their food. And even Etrians make the same way. The Etrians in Ethiopia almost kind of make it the same way, but they have different wordings to it. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. It is very filling. But to have injera, you have to understand the experience of it. You don't get no forks. You don't get no knives. Yeah. I, what you I, do. I, I, yeah. I, I, you've, I think you've seen me one time have it. And I showed you how I have it and how to yes. eat it. Yeah. That was in Jeddah. That little, that big old fat bread. That's in Jeddah. That's, yeah, that's in Jeddah. And like in Jeddah is kind of a foamy bread. Yeah. Go ahead. The Indian. No, flat it's bread. not India. It's I know. Ethiopian atria. I, I said, but it's similar to the Indian non bread. I guess. Kind of a thin. Tortilla like flatbread, mm -hmm. but there's there's is almost like a pancake, pretty much. Yeah, in a way, it's almost like a pancake. Yeah, but if you once you first try it, you're gonna understand it. It's gonna be a different experience with you. Ask if they have injera, and then when you ask what after you ask, do you have injera? Ask what. Do they have that is like if you like meat related? So, do you have any stew? There's stew can be zigana or what, if I'm correct. Uh, zigana is in Etrian, what I think is Ethiopian. Um, or I could be getting that backwards. I don't know. I, I'm possibly going backwards on that, but ask what they have and try it. See which one you like. There's going to be different kinds. Now, with the enchera itself, you're going to want to ask what kind, what is it made with? Is it made with teff or was it made with other things? Mm -hmm. The bread that I like, the enchera I like, like I said, it's the brown bread, the brown teff made food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, Scott. Look at me. How do you think I got that big? <laughs> I'm not knowing food. Thanks, God. Um, yeah, I know a little bit about it because I've had it before and I've cooked not the injera, the bread itself, but the stew that what um, that goes with it. Mm -hmm. I've cooked it before. So I kind of know about it and how to do it. But I just haven't done it for a while. So I've probably forgotten. But ask. They will have different menus. They'll have vegetarian. They'll have kind that. What is it? If I'm thinking correctly, there will be a dish that has pinto beans, and I'm forgetting what they call it. It's some kind of beans, like pinto beans, kind of. Mm -hmm. And I'm forgetting the name of it, <laughs> but I'm really bad at it, and I'm sorry. It's okay. 
if you like pinto beans, I think that might be a good one. But there is one dish that I think it's zigna or or uh, what that they have where they have boiled hard boiled eggs. They'll take like hard boiled eggs, then mm-hmm. they'll put it in the stew. But before they put it in the stew, they'll take the hard boiled eggs, they'll crack it, and then they'll sl- they'll go around the egg and put a slit in there, mm-hmm. and then they'll put the egg the hard-boiled eggs in the stew and then they'll mix it up with the stew together and what that will do is their stew will start kind of going inside a little bit into that hard-boiled egg where you kind of can get a little bit of the flavor on the outside or whatever or Mm -hmm. whatnot and it's really good for me hard-boiled eggs kind of make me because of the um sulfate that's in there Mm -hmm. it makes me and trust me, you don't want to be in the same room that I am in after a few bo- hard-boiled eggs or devil eggs or any egg in that matter of speaking. But it's very, very good. I like it. The injera that I recommend is the brown one, the, the chocolate-looking one with the teff. Mm-hmm. One of my uh, one of my goals in life, if I ever have the money to do it, would be to go on a world food tour and just explore all the different foods from all the different countries. You'd be surprised. There are some countries that eat bugs. Oh, I know. Africa's one of them. Mm-hmm. I'd probably look at it and think, nope. Koreans, some Koreans eat scorpion. It's almost like a Cajun egg stew, but very <laughs> different. It's very different. Um, too bad Sienna's never seen it. I, I wish I would have freaking filmed it for you guys. Maybe next time I'll try to get me some injera and actually make it. You showed me. You didn't show. I don't think you showed me how you made it, but you showed me what it looked I think like it did. after it was done. I think I showed you how to make it. So what you do is you take your, it's just basically like a little stew pot, right? Mm-hmm. And then you you. Put Put butter in there, and you let the butter melt, and then you'll chop up some onions. You'll put your onions in there. You'll saute your onions, and then you chop up your tomatoes, put your on- tomatoes in there. Uh, peppers, like your hot peppers, if you depending on how hot you like it, you can put your peppers in there. And then when you're done with that, then you'll put your meat in there. So what you'll want to do is you're going to cook your meat. And then make sure that your meat is not pink because you can't have pink in this one. But um, you cook it and then you can add like salt, pepper, maybe other little bit of spices. Um, No, this isn't from India. This is from Ethiopia or Atria. Yeah, that'd be hard boiled curry and hurry eggs (laughs) and toilet clogged waiting to happen. But you have to cook your meat with You will want to cook your meat with the onions and the peppers, the jalapenos or the hot peppers, the tomatoes and stuff together because it's going to season it. You will want to cook your meat with the onions and the tomatoes and the other stuff. It will help season it. Mm -hmm. When you're done with that, then you'll add one or two cups of tomato paste, right, with a half a cup of water. Mm-hmm. So then you just stir it for a while, get that mixing in, 
and then you'll put a lid over it. You'll let it sit and you will have to let that thing sit for a while because that meat is going to boil with mm-hmm. that tomato paste. That tomato paste is going to boil and it's going to cook that with that meat. So you keep stirring it, right? Mm-hmm. And at this time, you just keep stirring it. Now you could add, for instance, at this point, let's say when it gets to kind of a more little soupy consistency, but it's thick, mm-hmm. then you could add, for instance, more jalapenos, more spice. Now, instead of them using jalapeno, they use what's called in Etria or no, um, Etria, they call it butter, butter which is the same thing as like a jalapeno, but it's red peppers. It's a bunch of red peppered, ground red pepper, it's ground hot spice that's dry ingredients. It's burr, mm-hmm. burr. You add that in there, you mix it up, and depending on how much you add, it could be hot or not so hot. But when you add butter, burr, it is very spicy. I've had it many times. That's probably partially why I've had acid reflux. Because I tried to eat an Ethiopia Etria food and it just went right through me. But it knocked my butt out. It made me sleep good. It, it's really, it's a tasty treat. It, it's to me more like a kind of a treat, if you will. Yeah. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it every day. Because if you do it every day, then your iron count will go up. That's where I have to be so careful with experimenting with new foods is because of my three little food allergy that I have. Yeah. And butter, butter, you might not really want to mess with it because it, it is a pepper consistent of jalapenos or hot peppers, but you can do it non-spicy. I've done it non-spicy before when I wasn't able to do it. So let's say I'm not going to add butter, butter. And so if I don't add butter, butter, then I just let it sit and boil. Right. Mm-hmm. So as I let it sit and boil, if I'm going to do like hard, hard boiled eggs, I'll do the, I think it might be chickpeas. You might be right, Sienna. It might be chickpeas. So you'll take the bread, you'll break it off. Now mm-hmm. this is the fun part because you get to have the bread and you dig in and yeah. And you can, at that point now you can decide whether or not you want to break the egg and mix it in there. And if you have a little bit of butter, butter in there, you can take a little bit of sour cream and put it on top and it will help cut down the spice of the butter, butter. And it's really good. And Jota is really, it's one of those delicacies. And it's one of those things that you have to really understand. You have to try it to understand the experience with it. Yeah. The experience of Jota is just incredible. It's mouth-watering, but you would have to make sure that there's no peppers or spice, hot jalapeno-related stuff in there. Yeah. Or what the heck, Scott? Go ahead. Or any dishes that have avocado in them. Yeah. I Scott go. says, this sounds so sexy. Oh, trust me. It is. When you've had injera, my God, it just makes you orgasm. Food is an experience, period. I don't care what type of food it is. It, it's Honestly, it's if not olives or sardines for me, I'm good. Huh? No olives or sardines. I'm good with that. Uh, and yeah. 
not allergic to those, but no. But no, it injera itself is really one of those foods that when you try it and if you like it, you'll you'll understand where I'm coming from. I've made not the injera, um, but I've made the soup or the stew mm-hmm. before. And you've seen me make the stew before with it. Yeah. Have I had it with what, Scott? Um, you've seen me have it before. You understand why it's one of my few, why it's one of my favorites. But but I don't make it very often. I hardly ever make it anymore. It it's very expensive. The ingredients, like the injera itself, is very expensive. The way that they make that injera is a process. It. I've never seen the process done. But I've seen what it's like when, before it, it became that bread, it's like cake, pancake batter, basically. And it, it's really an experience to be able to see how that bread becomes pancake-looking batter to injera, to then it becomes the main, a big dish. Yeah. And injera, if you, depending on the size, Injera can feed a lot of people. It, it's filling. You you probably more likely won't even be able to go for seconds. I'll You'll have to probably go for a half, less than a half. I'll be back. Go first. Go ahead. What were you saying, Scott? I'm trying not to go over my time limit. I'm about to go for two hours, but I, I'm if I go two hours, Scott, then I'm gonna cut it. All right. Once it gets two hours, I'll cut it. All right, Scott. But what were you asking me, Scott? I don't know what the heck you were asking me. My foot keeps itching. Anyway, no, what if I cut it off at two hours? Would I be okay? If I cut it off at two hours, can would you still be okay, though, Scott? Or do I need to cut it off now? I think what I'm going to do, Scott, is I'm just going to cut it off right now, and then you can use it. But anyway, um, I do appreciate you guys asking me questions. I... Really got to enjoy a lot of my time here. Um, I think we do have time for two more questions, and then I'm going to stop because my producer is telling me to shut up. He's kind of telling me I've babbled on long enough already. Of course, knowing Scott, that's commonly known as a Scott problem, not a me problem. I apologize for getting off on the food tangent. I just, I, I watch a lot of, uh, what are they called? Food Network channels. The mukbang videos. Oh, geez, yeah. And uh, I watch a lot of different people. And one that, well, two of them, they travel all over the world mm-hmm. and try different things. It makes me jealous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. Um, does anybody in the panel, well, I know you have probably a few more questions, but does anybody in the comment section have any more questions before I turn this off? If not, then panel, do you have anything, one more question you want to ask? Not, not really, no. I'm good for right now. All right. And then in the words of Scott Hum, 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 what you gonna do with Hum? <laughs> oh boy. Oopsie. Sorry, Scott. Not sorry. And I will see you later. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Scott. You love it, don't you? Love you, Scott. And love you guys. 
Love all of you, no homo. And again, as Scott will say, I will see you later. Catch you on the flip side. Bye.